forever. Dog. Warning. The following podcast contains discussion about the changing media landscape, Adam West impressions, hubris, and at least five to seven minutes that relate to theme parks. Jeff Garland joins us for a rousing discussion about, you know, all sorts of stuff. Oh, the places we'll go. It's podcast, The Ride. Welcome to Podcast the Ride, a theme park podcast hosted by three men, me, Mike Carlson, Jason Sheridan, say hello, Jason. Hi. And Scott Gardner. And I'm saying hello. And we are about to go on a fast, rollicking, madcap attraction I like to call Mr. Garland's Wild Ride. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, that would be awesome. If I was an Imagineer and they said create a ride based on, it'd just be a ride full of non sequiturs. And and I'd have people at certain points during the ride, what I'd go for is them going, what was that? (laughs) <laughs> but numerous times. Uh-huh. I, you, by the way, I don't want that at the end of the ride. At the end of the ride, I don't want to. What was that? I want them to really know what that was. But along the way, confusion. Mm-hmm. But sure. they, they would feel like at the end that they knew exactly what you were going for. Yes. Yes. Right. They would get it by the end. But along the journey, much confusion. Right. Halfway through the ride, the animatronics all lie down and do the rest of the ride lying down. with your trademarks? <laughs> I would like that. That would be <laughs> yeah, like Peter Pan, if halfway through the ride, all the animatronic like Captain Hook just took a nap. Yeah. <laughs> that would be good. That would be good. That feels like that would be your ride, too, oh, though. I would love that, too. Yeah. yeah. There was that one time that the Lincoln robot, like, bent at the knees. It started, that was essentially, was you're slowly watching an animatronic. Yeah. It was like an America's oh, Funniest Home down? Video. Yeah, yeah but it down. bent, like, sort of from behind, like, in, like, a limbo sort of manner, but kept As talking. As if Lincoln was doing kit. a limbo? Yeah, pretty that's much. Really yeah, funny, yeah. actually. I'm not sure what happened just those knees started bending no, but that's really funny yeah 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 and by the way what did that create i'm sure much confusion in the <laughs> in the hall of presidents uh do they have a special name for that theater well this is this was just a lincoln theater in Dis- uh, disneyland it might have been the hall of presidents i'm not totally sure i think a lot I, I'm, what's a lincoln theater i don't even know about this it's on main street it's like when you walk right into main street there's a Great the moments with Mr. Lincoln. It's the op- uh, That's what yeah. it is. It's the Main uh, Street Opera House. Okay. You ever seen that? You ever sat and watched Lincoln talk for a while on no, a Disneyland I would, visit? I would like that. Here's how I imagine he talks. Hello, everyone. I'm Lincoln. That is right that actually right. That's exactly right. right. Well, I mean, that's that, what I would be going for uh-huh. if I was producing the Lincoln, mm-hmm. you know, a few minutes with Mr. Lincoln. Hello, everyone. And by the way, here's what I would do. All right. So people go in. To, if I was in charge of the park. Yeah, go ahead. All right. So you go into the Lincoln thing and he says a few things. I just want to say that I grew up a proper young lady and I love <laughs> lemonade. And then he would mm-hmm. give some true things and then later on go, I'm telling you, I was a proper young lady who loves her lemonade <laughs> just to upset people. Mm-hmm. And it would upset people. Oh, completely. Yeah. Do you realize that Lincoln is, is a proper young lady who likes lemonade? People are standing up during the show and saying yeah, like, like, no, this is not correct. This is I not know it. my history. And yeah. You know, the, the, the lemonade uh, lemonade was not even popularized mm-hmm. until the uh, yeah. 1902 or so. Orange County Republicans would hit the roof 
They would be so upset because they've been upset in the that past. Said, we learn more and more about Lincoln as the years go. I feel like a more and more nuanced portrait of him comes out as the years go on. You're I'm saying- more curious now as to whether Lemonade was around then. I imagine it was. Yeah. It I was, threw that yeah. out in a very yeah haphazard. I, I, I don't know. I don't yeah, know my you, Lemonade history. But you were taking on the character of an angry audience member mm-hmm. who maybe didn't were just spewing stuff because they were upset and who might be wrong themselves yes. so they might be yeah. yeah if they were wrong about yeah. that they yeah. could or yes. very well have been wrong about lincoln being yeah. a proper young lady yeah a proper young lady mm-hmm. sure yeah could have been as time goes on that was forever ago we yeah. have no idea the childhood yes. i don't really know well a glass of lemonade was like going to the movies back then it was a real <laughs> treat <laughs> you nursed it for two hours <laughs> It was like seeing the Avengers. Yes, yeah. When they figured out pink lemonade, it was like Infinity War. It broke all the records. People are tickets sell out instantly. Most ambitious beverage event. All people had to use were their imaginations. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Everything else was just water with arsenic in it, and then someone (laughs) figured out lemonade. Uh, Are there any other like when you go in Disneyland, Jeff? Are there any other things you're like this? I wish this was totally different. Well, no, I don't really wish it, but if someone were to ask me, I'd wish it. Okay, so, so if I were to way, ask you... If I'm walking down Main Street and I'm going into... Uh, like, I'd like it to be Ben Vereen's castle. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we can agree so on that. We can change that. And then it's just like, there's pictures of Pippin on the wall. Uh-huh. And he... Uh, yeah, you Wait, know. I want him to be Mayor Ben from Zubilee Zoo. From Zubilee Zoo. Yeah. I remember Mayor Ben. Uh-huh. Yeah. My childhood. You guys yeah. saw that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Where he was like a cat man. He was like a cat man, yeah. But the, the point being is, I love Disney as it is. I really yeah, do. Sure. But if I could, you know, look, it's like one of those things like, you know, like you wish that like, I, like I've always had this dream of someone I hate being naked for a day and not knowing it, like walking <laughs> through the city, going grocery shopping, completely naked. And they think they're dressed. And when people come up and go, you're naked. This is someone I hate. I don't hate that many people, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> I wish they'd experienced that. But yeah. what, so wait, you wanted, what do you want? What does that have to do with Disney? <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying. <laughs> That's uh, just a yeah, wish you have. Yeah, but just, just like I, see, I, I see. always could use the yeah. premise of looking at something and going, if you could for a day or an right, hour. Right. But I, the Disneyland is perfect. Right. Yeah. No changes. Of course. We Disneyland t- is actually, um, you know, what the Disney company should be. Yeah. It maybe once was. Now they just want everyone's back end on a writing deal. Uh huh. They want everyone's everything. <laughs> yeah, they want everyone's everything. They're an evil empire. Yeah, I think you probably could argue. Yeah, yeah. They are. I, I mean, I tend to think so. Currently, all right. Sure. Yeah. Are you worried about saying that in a possible Toy Story five? No. Okay. Because they're not going to listen to this shit. They don't care about podcasts at all. By the way, I love Toy Story, and I think Toy Story, everything's right about Toy Story. It's per- uh, yeah, I still haven't seen Toy Story 4 of you. It's great, yeah. Is yeah. it great? You have like you the funniest runner in the movie. No, I'm not seeing it. I was out of town for the premiere. That's ah. when I usually see it. Oh, gotcha. Um, it's but, so, uh, the yes, the runner is your the joke, funniest thing. Your recurring joke oh is God. like, very, gets the biggest laugh, I feel oh, like. Oh, good. Yeah. That's nice. All right, Desiring good. the dad to go to jail. Oh, I remember something like that, that when is, I recorded. Yeah. That's what I was wondering. Is that like one of many things, or did you know well? recording no that i did like many the, things and i did other uh-huh. people's lines oh. what they do i think at certain points is go all right who should say this here 
Okay, okay. So I recorded many different lines. I improvised. I did all sorts of stuff. I have no idea what the, uh, you know. Oh. Yeah. I feel like we spoiled it for you then by by telling you that. That's not my experience. That wasn't my experience on Wally. That was not my experience on the first the Toy Story 3 that I did, mm-hmm. but that was my experience on Toy Story 4. I did a lot of lines where they go, try this, and I saw that it was for somebody else. Oh, gotcha. Well, it yeah. is. When you watch the credits at the end of the movie, they are balancing 70 characters. When you realize everything you took in, like, right. oh, my God. And now that, like, now the crew from 3 is around and needs to be serviced, and, like, uh, and then a whole new set of people. Like, so I, I'm, I'm impressed by the filmmakers being able to, like, They were very nice, 70. very thoughtful and they had great sense of humors right, so right. I, I that's all i can say it was a very wonderful experience actually sure. all three yeah, of my four of my experiences were all wonderful in different ways i was also the lemon in one of the cars movies cars 2 oh, i think oh, yeah i never thought yeah yeah could pay a, well oh. you could pay me to see a cars movie that one is wild well the thing about the cars movies they're not Generally, Pixar movies for years were the what if. What if the toys talked when you're uh-huh. not around and had meetings? What if there were monsters? <laughs> what if there were monsters under your bed? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Man, These are the types of things. Okay. Well, then cars, they live in a car land with cars. They're, mm-hmm. they're taught. It just, it's not a what if, it's just cars. Now, I, I, can, I don't want to belittle the cars movies, which I've mm-hmm. never seen. But their toys sell more than all the other Pixar toys put together. The right. cars. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So. So that might be a motivator to keep making cars. Is yes, what you're saying. I would. I would say keeping it. And then when you're a little, when you're seven years old, you don't care. Yeah. Sure. yeah. About the quality of like vroom vroom. Is what you're not yeah. sitting there going, "This is just a James Bond movie plot with Mater." Yes, <laughs> that is what it is. Oh, What's they're, Mater? They're, he's huh, Larry the he's Cable the Guy's Larry the Cable junkyard character. Oh, okay. How yeah. exciting! Love your he is. Of, do you know who who the I don't, well? What is the lemon and who does the lemon talk to? The lemon I talk to maybe Larry the Cable Guy. I don't remember. I get towed. Is he the tow truck? Yeah, he tows you. He tows me. Larry the cable guy tows you in the movie or the end of the movie. Yeah, so I don't even. I knew him. I don't want to like give away his secrets, but I knew him before he was Larry the cable guy. When he was Dan, right? He's just Dan Whitney. Whitney. Yeah, Yeah. he talks a little bit about it. Oh, he does. I've seen him like kind of. But also, I heard that he doesn't come out of character. Well, I guess he's never Dan Whitney that he's always Larry the Cable Guy, even when he's interviewed at his house. I watched him do an interview where he was half out of character. I don't know what that means. He means he had a bad accent. Yes, that is what it means. He was like, well, you know, I can go in and out of Larry and it just, you know, he goes, depending on what state I'm in, that's sort of how I talk. So if I'm really hanging out with my Southern friends and then he goes back into the Southern accent and it's, he's talking about cars and he talks about how much it means to him. So he's like kind of half out. I always, by the way, they, I, I heard very nice things about him from the Pixar people because I haven't met, seen him in years. Yeah. Um, you know. The ride where he sings these little songs, the Mater's Junkyard Jamboree. Yeah. That's like a a thing that I've never like had a lot of fondness for for him or him in the movies, but I'm listening to those songs in the line. I'm like, these are great. I like those this is are like good. the first like Larry Cable guy thing I've really enjoyed. Oh, how about yeah, that? I like some little songs. And, and that's also ride. in like the Cars Land. Yes. Yeah. It on is. the way to the big one, there's two smaller ones. Oh, okay. So yeah. essentially just like Wait, a who's, on the, big, who's the voice on the big one? Would that be me? Which, which big? What are you talking about? The, uh, the, the, uh, big, ride? By the big one, I mean the big cars ride. Oh, yeah, screw that. Not, yeah, not Midway Mania. Which oh, you yeah, yeah. Your voice in there. That's but can I say something? Yeah. yeah. 
I don't love that part of the park. Oh, huh. huh. really? I'm, I'm more into the Disney part. Well, you, sure. you should know that you've been with me. I yes, we went famously. The listeners know because we talked about it last year. Yeah, uh, yeah we spent more time in Disneyland because it's got the Disneyland history. Is just it's truly, and I hate to sound like a doofus. It's the Magic Kingdom. Yeah. It's it's it's. There's a specialness to Disneyland that does not exist on the other park. The other mm-hmm. park's kind of... By the way, I saw... The, I don't know if I talked about this last time. I saw the other park as a... On a table. The model. When it was a model. Yeah, when it was a oh. big... It was a big room. Huh. Like this model of the whole thing. Jeez, and it really? looks very similar. Huh. Yeah. Wait, like when it was in development, you It was saying? in development. Yeah, I was allowed to. When I did the voice for Midway Mania... Oh, gotcha. They yeah, pulled yeah, yeah. me into a room. They made love to me gently. <laughs> <laughs> when I buy they, I mean... <laughs> Careful. Careful. <laughs> by, they, by, by they, I mean all the Pixar people. Oh, okay. okay. They were yeah. all to poke me. But anyhow, um, yeah, so... Yeah, because at that time, they were they were redoing a lot of it. Like, uh, uh, 2008 to 2012, they were kind of giving that park a facelift. Yeah, that's so, what I saw. Yeah. yeah you were, you saw were right in the middle when you guys got... That the Cars yeah. Mountains, yeah. yeah and the... And the yeah. I just realized in the Cars Land, though, they have a, a ride where Larry the Cable Guy sings a song, and then they have a ride where Tony Shalhoub sings a song. Who's the two, Tony Shalhoub? In, in he's the... Luigi, the car. He's an Italian car. I forgot that. And he has multiple songs that he sings as well. So you can hear Tony Shalhoub sing. So where's your multiple songs? Yeah, you I should have a ride. I'm, I'm happy that I don't, because <laughs> they would not offer me a lot of money. It's not something I have interest in. That is true. <laughs> they would not <laughs> have no interest in singing on a ride, and they don't pay that much. You know, it's uh, kind of like if you're not busy that day, type of money. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sure. Yeah. 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 Like might as well. But might you're not might as go well type way. money. Sure. And you go. Yeah, I'll be on the Toy Story ride. I'll be part of the history of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But in general, no, it's not like oh, I gotta get the guy. I hope they because it, it's also that's from what i understand that is it that's the payment that ride can run oh, for 20 30 yes, years I never and you're not getting payment. it it's a buyout it's there's a no buyout. there's no residuals no. yeah there's nothing nothing and it's, it's just strange one because thing. it is being aired more than any tv show could ever air yeah it's constant yeah. Yes. all day every day <laughs> Millions but of you're, times. you're agreeing to a buyout and what the hell i don't care sure, sure. sag should but, step in though honestly it's so funny if there was somebody whose job was to count how many performances? <laughs> yeah. We heard though that this is what they did for the for the music union, whatever you call it, ASCAP. That they had to have someone count how many times Small World plays every day, and then that's how they figured out how much you have to owe the people who compose the songs. So that Wait, is the people who compose the songs get money every time. I, it's what I was told. But it's a small world, is an infinite loop. Right, but you have to, I guess, when the loop loops over. This was told to me by someone who should know, too. This wasn't just like... Is it someone that you knew? What do you mean? Like Because it's a small world. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And maybe you, you knew them and you go, hey, I can't believe I knew him. And he was the one doing that. Uh-huh. It was a tiny little girl from India. Yeah. <laughs> proper young lady? Yeah, proper young lady from right. India. Uh, so, yeah, so... Maybe the SAG needs to just do what the ASCAP people are doing. We are calling today for the unions to invade and take care of this wasteland. Yeah. Illegality. Sure. Uh, Jeff, have you been to any theme parks in the last year at all? Anything that would constitute a theme park with a ride, a Ferris wheel even? I've probably been to Disneyland in the past year. Okay. I've been there since we went. Sure. Yeah. And I'm going again. We're filming there. Really? Next next week I'm filming in Disneyland. Oh, my God. Oh, no kidding. With... Yeah, I can't really give specifics as to why. Okay. But it's Goldberg's. 
Yeah. yeah. Sure, yeah. Yeah, filming oh, in Disneyland next Wednesday. Wow. The great tradition of the, the theme park episodes of sitcoms are my favorite things Well, this is, ever. This is a yes. We, we're, we are there. The Goldberg family is going on a trip to Disneyland. Oh, boy. Yeah. Wow. Fantastic. We're filming there next Wednesday. So does it need to be like aged then in some regard? Like I don't think so. Uh-huh. I think the, they'll, they'll probably put us like in an area with the cups or no I, I think we're, we're we're filming near the roller coaster with the water which one's that the uh the man you mean yeah, yeah that's right yeah. that was okay. in the 80s right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah. i so think you're not taking a road trip through a time portal and ending up in galaxy's edge to get a little of that can i say something heat? can i be honest with you yeah yeah if we were i'd be more excited I mean, yeah. And if we were, I would take less money than I currently take for the gold. <laughs> if Is there that was true? Time, if there was time travel? Uh, let me tell you something. In all sincerity, I had a talk with Adam Goldberg, who's no longer on the show. He signed a deal with ABC, Disney, and he's left. So Sony couldn't close a deal with him, okay. <laughs> which is funny. Is we that... have new producers this year who are already writers on the show, and they're great. Yeah. Okay. And I love Adam and Miss Adam. But Adam and I had a discussion because it's hard to come up with these stories. I said, after five seasons, let's have aliens. Let's have. Let's have Cousin <laughs> Oliver, too. The yes. second. Yeah, like all these different things <laughs> that jump the shark. Like, let's do a jump the shark season. And at the first episode, we're watching Happy Days and Fonzie jumps the shark mm-hmm. and we comment. And then everything that could possibly happen in terms of new children, like every aspect. <laughs> and he like agreed. And then we didn't do it. We're still not doing it. And because if I ran, you know, there'd be gunplay. There'd be lots of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Meeting past selves all the yeah. time. Like there's time traveling you. Episodes, learning about things. I would love it. Oh, man, that would be fun. Yeah, Jeez. like a yeah. really serious episode about crack where yeah, Nancy Reagan shows up. <laughs> crack. <laughs> yeah. My character gets addicted to crack. <laughs> it's a bad time. Yeah. <laughs> no jokes in the entire episode. Yeah. Yeah. Or I do one episode about the word allegory. Sure. <laughs> Just to confuse people. Mm-hmm. That's part of my ride. It, well, it, you're, it, oh, no, okay. oh, I was going to say, you're moving through the 80s, so you will hit the point where, where John Woo has started to get very successful in Asia. So you could do John Woo bullet time episodes with the doves mm-hmm. going by the camera by the and way, everything. If only you and I were in charge. I know. <laughs> I'd be so into that. If you pitch that to me, I'd go, let's do it. Okay, go write it. Sure. Somebody and then what you do, you'd write a first draft and I go, let's film it. Yeah. I wouldn't even read it. What if That's... it was like too short? I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> it's five it. pages well, long. By the way, just me breakdancing in the middle of uh, Main Street. In Dis- sure. Oh, boy. <laughs> this yeah. is the kind of thing I love on shows because I love when the way, my favorite episodes are where like the Beach Boys show up and then they just do three songs well, about, and the uh, plots out the window. My, one of my favorites was from What's Happening when the Doobie Brothers came oh, up. Oh, yeah. And then Raj said, which Doobie you be? To one of the doobies. <laughs> I got to years later meet the man who wrote that show. Oh, and really? I thanked him. What? He wow. You yeah. had that in your head? Yeah, it never left. It. <laughs> that is a great part where, like, they all get uh, what rerun is like bootleg recording in the concert. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. the one. Oh, yeah. That's uh-huh. a thing. But here's the thing here's what was beautiful. You guys are young, and you never got to experience this. And what that is, it's like the equivalent of your show and the people who listen to your podcast Mm -hmm. you're all on the same page you're all share a love for something when i I was able to during the most of my 
younger years, pre-college, if you will, when we when I watched a TV show, most everybody else was watching the same mm-hmm. show. Yeah. You mm-hmm. shared the reruns, even Bewitched, whatever. Sure. People had shared experiences mm-hmm. from now everything to, I mean, the nth degree with Hulu and and all the channels, all the podcasts. People only go to what they feel comfortable with. That's what they jump in on. And there's really, unless you share views, it's why we're so fractured politically, because unless you share a view with someone, you're not going there. Mm -hmm. You're going to watch the news that presents the news the way you like it. That's the world we live in. It's all split up. So... Hearing the Rajan rerun, that made me very happy. Everyone mm-hmm. was united. There's yeah. 30 yeah. million people all watching rerun bootleg. Right. The, the yeah. Tubi you know, now the Goldbergs, I think, you know, after the whatchamacallit, six point some million people or eight million, like whatever, it's a low amount, but yet it's one of the top rated shows. Yeah, Back true. in the days of what's happening in shows like that, it would have been canceled first week. Yeah. yeah, so and say uh, even so, in like so must see TV. Yeah, that so I mean, it's all in terms of people even watching TV. It's all it's a fraction all over the place because everyone's all over. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is I, the the cool end of it is that then people could find things that are like this is made for me. This is oh, the nichiest thing, without a doubt. That is delightful. So you know. I'm not a crotchety. I'm an old man. <laughs> I'm a weak old man. I my body hurts. Oh, no. But I will say this: I'm not complaining about it. It just is what it is. Oh, see, I actually, yeah, sure. I, I am crotchety about this uh, this type of thing. Mostly, I'm not even saying. That's just I was trying to think of one good, one glass half full thing about well, the plant that was the good, splintering. No, I, I think that I think there's lots of lots more to choose from, and I think a lot more actors are working. But even when you talk about actors working, they're working on shows that run six to ten episodes. 13 if they're lucky and then they're tied in they can't do something else mm-hmm. they're like you know it's like you don't it's a different world you know yeah, I, yeah. you know you know yeah and right. then there's the the thing of like i made a thing i'm on a thing and then the entire channel went away <laughs> like never to be found again by the way you that say that true tv i think is leaving yeah and tbs so. is taking their program i think uh-huh. oh. yeah that's a, something right. like that yeah yeah and We've, hbo max is a yes yeah, it's, it's gonna be the whole and, thing and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And my, di- my direct tv now is now gonna be called at&t now is it really though yep. wow mm-hmm. that's creepy it is creepy at&t who wants that in something no. you like no but now they run our entertainment Speaking of yeah. evil empire. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it all sucks. I'd love yeah. for the for the main people of Disney and the main people of AT&T to wrestle to the death. <laughs> <laughs> and the survivor gets to produce whatever show they want. Hey, yeah. Which hopefully if you had well, like my, a, a, a whisper in their ear. Then... I've got a new detective show. <clears throat> I play proper young lady. What happens is I go to a crime scene. Mm-hmm. I go interview bad guys, and I say I'm Officer Proper Young Lady. They're so confused. I get them to say anything. <laughs> I pull out my badge. I'm Officer Proper Young Lady. How do you spell that? Never you mind. Where were you? Boom. Done. done. Sure. Show it's over. A, it's a six-minute episode. 
<laughs> you know, it's on a new streaming service. You got to pick a bit and stick with it because all this fragmentation makes uh, pulling universal references and comedy so difficult. Like, I tried to pitch a sketch at UCB of like that involved the dilly dilly people, the Bud Light people, and everyone's <laughs> face in the room was blank because it's like, oh, no one has cable. Who no are the dilly dilly people? I don't even know. But this is the point. Back then, if you watched Happy Days and the dilly dilly commercial came on, we all had the shared yeah. experience. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I just asked you guys if you ever saw a show called DCI Banks, which I'm enjoying. And as I'm watching it, and it's really well done, there are so many parodies you could do of it that no one would give a shit about. Sure, yeah. 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 Hey, everybody. Tim Heidecker here with huge news. Office Hours Live recorded another episode live. It was one of our great ones with the great Rory Scovel, who's got a new special out on MAX. Oh, yeah. And the Trinity's here. DJ Doug Pound. Yes, hello. And Victor Berger the Fourth. Hi, hi, hi. Can't wait for the fifth. We enjoy the heck out of doing the show, and so will you. If you find us on the podcast app of your choice, now. Yeah, but I, we would probably tough. like, if you like it, we're all, I think we all, everyone in the oh, room no, is similar. Oh, you enjoy it very much. Yeah, 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 we yeah. We yeah. all enjoy an old Batman episode where Zsa Zsa Gabor plays oh. the owner of an evil day spa. <laughs> what, what was her name again? Miss Minerva. That. Yeah. That's real. That's Hold on. Miss Minerva, so help me. If you've harmed Aunt Harriet when she came in to get her nails done, I will... Quick, Robin, get Chief O'Hara over here. Mm-hmm. Damn, that was great. great. That was that, yeah, that, that old warble, that Adam West. Adam, I've done trembled. it for Adam West twice. First was, time. Was he amused? Was evening at the improv. He was hosting a different episode, but they had me go up on stage like during one of the breaks and do it for him. Wow. He came up to me afterwards I from behind. He said, excuse me, you are very talented. Good luck to you. Really good luck. <laughs> then only like a week before he died, I was on a radio show with him and I did it. And he's not going to remember, you know, and I did it. And he said to the to the host and everyone, that is the worst impression I have ever heard. And I <laughs> laugh so hard. I almost died. You know? So you vile fiend. You fiend. How dare you? How dare you? Scott, Scott did a, a couple things with him. He was on Scott's cartoon that he made yeah. Uh, yeah. called Moonbeam Moon City. City. Yeah. Uh, and he was on Gilbert Gottfried's podcast promoting it. And he didn't know the name of the show mm-hmm. the show is called moonbeam city and he goes there's a wonderful show and it's called razzle and dazzle <laughs> he really said he that. swear because it was and a his, character's his name character the main character's name is dazzle uh, it was rob Lowe and his uh, his father for one episode did you ever see <laughs> did you ever see that cartoon that the guys who guy who did this other cartoon i never knew that i never put it together mm. but bob odenkirk and i used to laugh so hard at the uh, cosby cartoons the little shorts the, the mysteries the, the justin roiland i think who does rick and morty oh yeah. Rick and morty yeah, yeah, yeah. did a thing the where he created robots of all these cosby's uh-huh. and cosby made him stop it was awesomeness mm-hmm. 
It was like bathtub Cosby and <laughs> like anything there was. It was the, one of the greatest things I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it's on the internet now because Cosby can't stop anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's yeah. lost, he's lost all his power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or he'll just like make that his cause. Like yeah. try to win that lawsuit. Well, by the way, the idea that he announced on his web as his website, Happy Father's Day. On Twitter, right? Wasn't it Twitter? Twitter or whatever. It's just a the, guy. The he's out still of touch. He doesn't get it. <laughs> yeah, he is out of he touch. I would say he's a fucking <laughs> rapist. Did he like auto fill out his Twitter calendar before going to jail? So <laughs> that's really funny these, to think like, about that. Yeah. Schedule my tweets might be. Uh, how about uh, his tweets? I just want to say hello to all the proper young ladies. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry to the listeners because that's not even that funny. And I laughed. I right, keep going. You're going to apologize. Right. I was going to ask you. I was thinking about this when you were a young man. Yes. Uh, did you go to Kitty Land in Chicago? I went to Kitty Land in Chicago. I can tell you, here's a, here's something for you. So everyone's birthday, it was a big deal to have sure. your birthday at Kittyland, which is this little teeny amusement park, but it was, my memories of it are wonderful. However, I was a very wild child. I had uh, <laughs> impulsivity issues, all that sort of shit. So dig this. If someone had a party, this happened numerous times. They had a fire truck that would take you. This is back in the days where they weren't going to strap you in. They just yeah. had a fire truck where kids were in the back of a fire truck, which is essentially probably a truck. It was a fire truck. I had to ride in the car with the mother of the birthday kid behind the fire truck because I was the Garland boy, and they were afraid <laughs> I'd throw some other kids off or <laughs> do something. Yeah. Oh, that's 100% true. Wow. And I would ride and watch the kids have fun sitting with the mom. Without a seatbelt on. If you hadn't been there, would you have thrown one of the kids out? By the way, highly unlikely. Okay. But I was an impulsive young lady. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, I wouldn't have thrown one of the kids off. No. Right. Because, I mean, I look back. But I was a wild kid for sure. Yeah. But I never. Here's the thing. I was always a class clown. I was a wild kid. But I never did mean things. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I never was bad. You know, I just did things that upset people because I was loud and impulsive and, you know. Was there a ride you liked the best? I mean, they had the standard, like there was a Ferris wheel, there was a tilt-a-whirl. I liked the ride, the little little train Uh that went around that you controlled. It was like, you know, you were... It was like the Autopia at Disneyland, I think, right? Like it was a little, there was a little movement. I didn't get to... Kitty Lane Clo. I was alive, but we never went. I think it was on Dempster or one of those streets. I don't know. Yeah, something like that. Yes, but I did go to Kitty Lane quite often. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Are there... You grew up with anything else uh, amusement park-wise? There was, well, I moved from South, from Chicago when I was 12 to South Florida, and there was a place called Pirate's World. Oh. Okay. Pirate's World was like a an amusement park like that with roller coasters, but also they'd have concerts. Someone just sent me uh, a JPEG of uh, Led Zeppelin tickets to go see them at Pirate's World. Whoa. They had South lots of concerts there Pirates at Pirate's World. World. Yeah. Wow. It was uh, Griffin Road and I-95. Hmm. In Hollywood, Florida. So if you want to go visit the empty spot, the vacant spot. The, well, I don't even know what's there now. There was, I, I don't know. But anyhow, Pirate's World was a big deal in terms of amusement parks. And then also there was Monkey Jungle and Parrot Jungle in South Florida that I would go to. And the Seaquarium. Is one Which of I these love. a thing? A guest told us about a thing where like a monkey had to go off a diving board where they made monkeys do bad things. 
to amuse That might have been Monkey crowd. Jungle. Hmm. My big thing, memories of Monkey Jungle were going with my uncle. And then he would say, when they would say, how was Monkey Jungle? And he'd go, we saw a lot of monkey duty. And I thought that was so funny. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. Yeah. So you left, so, you left Chicago in like 1975, 76, okay. 75. Because there was, I was looking this up and I didn't know anything about this. There was a place called Old Chicago Amusement Park. Yes. Do you remember this? No. But you know, by the way, the most famous amusement park was the one over on Western. What was it? It was. Oh, wait. Yeah. No, it's like the most famous in Chicago. Everybody talked about it for years. My dad went there as a kid. Yeah. It was. Um, Chicago it, Land. No, no. I wish that's a good name though for just, one. Just, yeah, just trying. It was it just out. called Grandma. And you go there, and the old ladies would just take you home with them and touch your genitalia. <laughs> <laughs> Riverview. Riverview was very popular in yeah. Chicago. Yes, it was there for years. It was gone. I think by the time I was born, sixty-seven, it was closed. Oh, I, I, I was born in sixty-two, so I was five. Yeah, but my parents never said let's take the boy to Riverview. I never went, to mm -hmm. my knowledge. Um, this old Chicago one was in nineteen seventy-five. Where was it? Was it one uh, year? It was Bolingbrook. No, no, it lasted for well, less for six years. Uh -huh. But it was the first indoor amusement park. Oh, dude, and it, had it was a, dome. a mall. Yes, it was a mall. But they had like like roller coasters. They had yeah, yeah, fun know, characters, and they had musical performances. And I would like to read some of the performers. Paper lace that went through uh, Tommy James, uh, Tommy James and the Shondells, the Coasters, Wild Cherry, Willie Ames. Oh, from uh, Eight is, is enough. Is enough. Charles and, in Charge. And what was the movie he did with uh, uh, Zapped? Oh yeah, yeah well, and yeah. he also in the '90s was Bible Man on TV. That's yes, our, our we, we are going to do a whole about episode Bible about Man. Bible Man, which is a real like religious show he was mm -hmm. on, Bible yeah. superhero. And you know, he and Kirk Cameron date now. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> those hypocrites. Uh, Anson Williams played there from nice. uh, Happy Days. What, what? Basically what? Did, here's what Anson Williams did. He stood on the stage and people in the audience just went, Potsy! And he'd give a light wave. <laughs> he just endured Potsy yells for 90 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Sit on it. <laughs> sit on sit it, Potsy. By the way, that was in his rider. No one was allowed to say sit on it. If someone says sit on it, you get them the fuck out of there. <laughs> you rough them. Like, don't be soft. Don't it. be easy on them. Get them out of there. On, don't be easy on them. <laughs> As if, as if they would be really kind to the people being kicked out for saying sit on it. <laughs> Move them, but give them a nice couch to sit on yeah. afterwards. Uh, Rip Taylor performed there. Mm -hmm. Nice. Uh, yeah, nice. It's uh, good as indoor, too, so the confetti couldn't get far. Yeah. The Star Wars robots, C-3PO and R2-D2, <laughs> listed as performing. What the fuck are you talking about? They did a, like a live act? You know, I, I don't what know. What do you mean? Well, you know I'm in the, the new Star Wars I knew that, but I thought that was a secret. I guess it is, but I don't have any lines. You want me to cut, those, cut this I'm out? One of those, no, no, no. I'm one of those people that's in it, and you go, who's that? That looks, because I, I think people will know who that it's me. Well, they'll know. Uh, so what's, they, the, what's the tell? I'm not telling. You can't tell the tell. Yeah, I'm not going to tell the tell. I don't want to do that. Don't tell the tell. Yeah. But, but I am in it. Huh. But, yeah. but, we, but you think we, with no information, we're with, watching the film, but we would know. My point being is I worked with the CP3O guy. You did? Who, oh, so by the we... way, wears the outfit, literally. Yeah. Okay. And he's very proper, and he, he's very kind gentleman, but he takes it very seriously. Uh -huh. Wow. Yeah. Like crazy seriously. 
Huh. Were you, so if he was touring the nation in Chicago, then he was. Like, no, I think it was fake CP3Os. I, I don't think so. Uh, I don't know. We if should. I were him, I'd want to tour. I'd want to go sing songs, go sing like uh, yeah, uh, you know, he sings Luigi songs or, from Cars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does some Shakespeare uh, yeah. sonnets, some soliloquies. No, very. Focused and serious because I, you know, I'll actually have a good bit after the movie comes out because I really did a lot to distract everyone and fuck things up. Sure, yeah, including you, well, JJ. Starting including with calling JJ. him CP3O. JJ um. would say to me, he goes, Stop moving to your right because you know you're filling the whole screen. I'm not making wow. that up because I saw where the camera was and I would make my way into like an area and he goes, You can't because everyone's going to go because what I was in it I can't talk about but you would be it would put all your focus there trust mm-hmm. me okay okay uh, sure didn't you say there were versions where you were allowed to just say whatever you wanted no, <laughs> we, I did it for the dailies that they sent to oh, okay. Disney I did one where I talked about um, I'll be making I told certain characters to leave go do what they're about to do when they come back I'll have built a puppet theater <laughs> And there'd be fresh pancakes for everybody. <laughs> so this was just sent blinds to Disney for them to go. What? I don't know if they'll put that on the CD, the DVD. But well, there are DVD extras, whatever extras. iTunes has extras now. But yeah, the point being is, I don't know if they'll include any of that. Wow. But yes, I did do that on a Star Wars set. This yeah. is another character though that could end up in a ride, maybe. Well, by the way. There was a, I did a 3D thing of my character. I was with you. And toy. I was with you when you did it. What? Well, that was actually, no. That's a different day? That was for, yes. There was another scan. My, what you came with me for was the scan for my costume. Oh. And for everything I wore. So it would fit me exact. No, I got scanned for a fucking toy. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So there's yeah. I will tell you the name of my character, Zebra Girl. That's all I can say. <laughs> Pretty little Zebra Girl. It's not what any other names sound dude. like in the Star Wars universe. Honestly, it does. There's a character named Yak Face. Oh. That's real. That yeah. is not. Yeah, I think Actually, so. that's I extremely think, similar. I, I don't think it's similar at all to Zebra Girl. <laughs> no, I don't even know what my character's name is. If my character, I'll but name my character toy? damn well. I'll name it. That's great. Yeah. I think Jizamina. <laughs> it's not no, with a porno, g uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah there's a uh, you maybe that character will have their own disney plus series though because everything's spinning out by the way <laughs> who knows <laughs> would you do it oh, play this whatever character no no because no. they're coming for your back end so what's that you but, know they're taking Disney's your coming end. for the back end yeah no no i would not I have no interest okay okay what if what if the character your character was played by jason Mm-hmm. Would you sign off on it? Would you give them the blessing to portray the character? Blessing? I'd beg them. <laughs> I would say, too. Please. <laughs> please. Please. Yeah, we're looking. Yeah, we're I mean, looking. But, but I would only, if it was called Nursing Richards. Did it have to be the name of the show or the character? Both. Both, okay. It's fine. That's fine with us. <laughs> A Star Wars spinoff called Nurse. See, I love confusing people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it was, well, it's working. Yeah, I know. People would be so confused. The new sure. Star Wars show is a character we don't know whose <laughs> name is a verb. <laughs> and then it's played by the podcast that rides Jason Sheridan, I think. Come on, how awesome would that be? Uh, we'd love it. Uh, yeah. Oh, I'd beg for it. Yeah. So I had not been to Wrigley Field. We went to uh, you were very nice and took me to Wrigley Field last year Mm -hmm. Uh, and I hadn't been in many years. And to me, it's 
starting to look a little more like a city walk around there. The outside? The outside. As much as you say city walk, it's really not. It looks like a place where people would gather, and there's lots of funds, and there's a big board. It's not. City walk is disappointing. (laughs) Outside of Wrigley Field is delightful. I agree. Well, but the thing is, we three think City Walk also is disappointing, but also is delightful. We feel like it's both things at the same time. Yeah. Like we have a lot of affection for it. I've actually never had a bad time at City Walk. Yeah. But I've just seen all the things open and close, you know, there. It just it just seemed so unfocused. City Walk, the randomness. Yes. Of it all. Yeah. You know, it's tacky. It's it's tacky. That's exactly the word. And actually, at times you hear dangerous. Once in there a are, while, there are some bad stories. Yeah, there's parking been some lot deaths in the parking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And by the way, supposedly there's secret meetings of people who are into Old West collectibles. Here we go. <laughs> they, they meet. They meet near the where the water pops up out of the ground. Mm-hmm. There's an area over there where people exchange spurs. <laughs> It's the seediest thing, the thing I've ever heard. Oh. And that's the thing that makes the most sense to me about City Walk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's one good thing and it's great. Yeah, well, we agree. That's good, too. <laughs> what if, what would really ruin the Wrigleyville area? Would it be a full Cubs theme park? Would that be a terrible, I, I would be a terrible idea, no doubt. But, no, but any, by the way, I actually disagree with you. In terms of everything is about execution. Right. Now, my automatic response to anything is a bit of cynicism, and cynicism is not good. Skepticism is good. Right. But mm-hmm. now, the way the world is all so corporate in terms of these things, I'm actually more cynical than I am skeptical, and that makes me sad. But the execution of, like, I'll give you an example. Man, I always have loved the farmer's market at 3rd and Fairfax. Yep. And when they talked about the Grove, I was skeptical. I wasn't cynical. I was like, really? Is this going to work? And it's great. Mm-hmm. I think it's great. I mean, it's and it brought a whole new life to the farmer's market. Mm-hmm. The farmer's at, at night is is vibrant. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's just the whole area is just it's I mean, the down. The, the bad part is the traffic at Fairfax and third is yeah. really the negative part of it. But outside of that, the execution was done well. Wrigley Field, people were like, you're going to put a scoreboard here and do this and do that. But the execution is wonderful. I like you don't it. Go into this, you don't go into Wrigley Field going, this is horrible. It still is a magical place. Mm-hmm. By the way, Wrigley Field is one of the only places that I feel on in, the, in America that you can compare to uh, Disneyland. In terms of how one the, the, the feeling you get, yeah, 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 I agree, yeah, history, because sure. yeah, especially yeah. when you come out, when you walk first into the park in the middle of summer and it's all green, the mm-hmm. vines, it's pretty remarkable. It does have like an imagineered feeling to it, right? Very much. It's like so. touched by a imagineer. If you want to see a bad version of that, go to where like the New York Mets play, where it's cavernous and it looks old timey, but it's not. It's just. Uh-huh. And then the worst version of that is where the White Sox play, where they couldn't even get that down. There was no fear, you know. So, I mean, everything is about execution, intention, you know, what's the intention? And then how's the execution Mm -hmm. of the good intention? So if you're you're open to a Cubs amusement park sitting next to to nine more Avengers movies. 
please make them good. Please make me care about the character. Mm-hmm. I love comic books. I collect comic books. I do not like uh, most superhero movies. Again, I'm anti-Disney suddenly, but <laughs> I just because I don't care. And these are characters I grew up with. I don't care. It's like... That's why I love Deadpool, because I cared about the characters. I cared about him, his girlfriend, the whole thing. I bought into it. Same with Batman, the Christian uh, mm-hmm. Bale one. I, I, I bought into that universe, and I cared about the characters. Mm-hmm. It's all about caring about what goes on and the emotionality of it. And most of these, I'll just even say the Marvel movies, I don't care. You know, I watch Miss Marvel. I mean, or Captain Marvel, who was based on the... It's a very storied history yeah. of Carol Danvers. But, but yeah. Carol Danvers, exactly. I'm just saying the whole thing of it. and the Like, who didn't spot the bad guy from the first time he walks on the screen? And what do I care? I actually watched it going, uh, defeat them, you scrolls. By the way, I saw the first episode, or first... 15 minutes of the episode of Pennyworth, is that his name? Yeah, the Alfred oh, show. Oh, Sexy Alfred, yeah. Yeah, he's sexy, right? It's sexy so, Alfred. It's so bad. Oh, no. Oh, it's so oh. bad because, you know, people don't understand. You are, 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 when you see a movie, any movie, and it's an outer space movie, and it starts with lots of explosions and fighting, but you don't care about who's fighting, the filmmaker has no idea what they're doing. Who the people are producing have no idea. You have to care about characters. If you're not emotionally in, mm-hmm. what's the purpose? Yeah. You well, know? I think that works on rides. It's rides as well. You know, if you care about the characters, if you care about what's happening, there's rides oh, we've by been the way, in that yes, suck. By the way, you, but thank you. Tie it again. I'm Jones. trying to tie it back. <laughs> Why point, is Luigi singing? What is he singing? Why is he rollicking? But, but, but going, getting back to rides, it's also... Is the ride fun? Do I care? Do I want to do it again? I mean, you sometimes you go on rides, not often in the world of Disney, but you go. I've gone on rides where after I was done, I was like, what was that? Mm-hmm. Can you think of one? Oh, yeah, you got to tell us what you're. Mm. No, name Probably one. What don't you do? uh, Disney. Uh, have you done Falcon yet? Yeah, you haven't done Star Wars. Uh, oh, I have not done the new Star Wars park. No. Okay, sure, sure. I will. The Millennium Falcon is a little like I. Do, I mean, you know, you're on the Millennium Falcon. I don't Falcon, know that the, but, the plot but I was of on the, the actual little... Millennium Falcon. Oh, so no that kidding. Is, my experience is well, a little bit different. That might be yes, better. It's, it's not a little exactly more specialized. Re- repeatable for the. No, it's <laughs> not. You're saying, but by the way, you know what's interesting about the Millennium Falcon and being on it? It really is. The only thing that it can't do is fly. Yeah. Like when you're on it, it's you're on the ship. Yeah. And it's there's the no full as- thing. There's it's no, not broken there's up. no aspect of it where you go, oh, there's the plastic thing or whatever. You feel like you're on the Millennium Falcon. Right. They have built the Millennium Falcon. Okay. It's fascinating. Jeez. Um, so anywhere to like use the bathroom? Do they got a bathroom no, on there's there? There's no bathroom on the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> so there's one more. There's, I guess you can't fly and you can't go. There's the little cups. With your name on it. It's Did really you? how they know. <laughs> <laughs> That's like better than just a PA going like, Jeff's on the move. Oh, we got eyes on Jeff. He's, we got eyes he'll on be Jeff. right back. By the way, one of my favorite things to do when I work, this is one of my own personal things. Whoever's got eyes on me and I'm supposed to, I run away from and hide. <laughs> and they're like, I've lost Jeff and I'm already on set. Uh-huh. And like, you know, don't tell him, have him keep looking for me. Oh. Mm. Yet I just said I wasn't mean spirited. I guess that is mean, but it's fun. I don't know. That's it's playful. Yeah, playful. It's always about Clooney see. doing those pranks. You yeah. know, you get to do some pranks too. Yes, yes, I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. What is? What it? was that Disney movie that Clooney did that I didn't like? I wish I Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland. Yeah, like it's it. rough. It's it rough. is rough. I wanted. That's cynical. <laughs> we that's excited. very cynical. By the way, that premise. 
I wanted to jump into that and yes. be oh. part of it. It was such a great idea. All the build-up stuff, all oh, the like, my God. promotional the stuff was movie. really fun. How cool is that? And then, wow. They, they caught Walt Disney out of it. He was going to be in it. I mean, obviously not the man. He wasn't alive to shoot it, but they were going to put archival footage. That's the secret that I'm going to podcast the ride listeners. Oh, right now? As Walt Disney is still alive. (laughs) Oh, my my God. God. Wait a minute. So when you saw the model of future California Adventure, then they did they take you to another room did where Walt, he was cryogenically frozen? And he, nope. And he, I, I, I know where he's love, hiding. He made love to you. I, he didn't make love to me. Stop. I know where he's hiding. Where? He's actually Lincoln. In the Lincoln. <laughs> he's thing. Lincoln. Oh, he became that which he loved the most. Yeah. He put a beard on him. He can't tell at all. And yeah. the only lapse is when he bends no, the I, knees. I love Disney so much. The only thing that's hard for me at Disney is I can't have ice cream. Are you still not doing sugar? Still not doing sugar. Wow. Can I say something? Truly, Disneyland is so much as great as Disneyland is. You throw in some ice cream. Oh, my God. It's heaven. Yeah. Ice cream and Disney, a mixture. Forget about it. You don't got to tell Jason twice. Proof of God. We talk about ice cream maybe every episode with Jason. By the way, I've not had sugar almost two years. The only thing that I can tell you that I miss, like literally miss, is ice cream. Like Mm -hmm. cookies are great, you know, cupcakes, all that stuff. But let me tell you something. Ice cream is like an experience no other. It's so special. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you know? I, I would love... All right, here's me taking over Disney. Sure. I'd have Ice Cream Village and Ice Cream the Ride and everything. Yes. yes. You know what Ice Cream the Ride would be? I'd have a bunch of chairs and give people ice cream and tell them to close their eyes. <laughs> Do I think of anything? It's up to you. Just use your imagination. Mm-hmm. It all comes true with ice cream. Enjoy, yeah. Wow. Do you know That'd that be- there is a, a pin available that is your Wally character eating and staring at a big old cup of ice cream? The Are captain? You? Yeah. Yeah. That's a pin? Where this do you get pin. that? Is that an official Disney pin, pin? Yeah. And it's available. I had to learn all this weird code. It's available at like, what is it? Like SF, DSF. What's DSF? Disney Soda Fountain. It's exclusively at the Ghirardelli Soda Fountain. Really? Next to the El Capitan. You can get it now. Yeah. I, oh. I think. Or you could at one time. Now they're now they're going on eBay. Kind of reasonable. But it's like, yeah, look at it. Big old, big old cup. A lot, well, of, somebody lot of whipped cream. going to order Sunday. those. My, whenever Mike goes to Disney, what do I have you do? Uh, buy the whole shelf of Buttercup dolls. Buttercup the unicorn. Oh, I was, yeah. <laughs> I've got a garage yeah. full of, I really do. I probably have like 25 Buttercup dolls. Uh, whenever people have kids, I give it to them. I, but at a certain yeah. point, like I run out of people with kids. I'm, I'm 57 <laughs> years old uh, until I have grandchildren. I, I'm just going to fill it up my ch- grandchildren's room. You know, <laughs> Papa, why are there so many of these? <laughs> because I get a dollar for every one. And I am Lincoln. <laughs> you have I'm to force proper, Mike to have a child in order to. You're going to force him a granddaughter. You know what she's going to be. Proper no, young lady. A very a proper sure. young lady. Grand, will she be in any magazines or anything? Granddaughter magazine. <laughs> By the way, your listeners who only knew that I annoyed them with this. Can I? Did you ever tell them what happened with Granddaughter of the magazine? And it ultimately, I told said, them, but I didn't. I didn't tell so the listeners. I, it, it was heard by some people at Mad Magazine, your podcast, The Ride episode. Mm-hmm. And um, 
they asked me about granddaughter magazine and i was asked to and i offered mike to write it with me they were going to give me uh one two three four page wait one two yeah four pages in the book for like a parody magazine of granddaughter yeah. magazine mm-hmm. and we were gonna have bob saget be the centerfold mm-hmm. i got bob to agree to pose mm-hmm. for granddaughter magazine and the whole thing but what happened Mad Magazine went out of business. Yeah. Yeah. No more. I broke that news to my father last night who was crestfallen. I cannot way, believe there's no more Mad. Yeah, I know. It's really unfortunate, but it's a, kind of a no-win situation because Mad Magazine becomes irre- irrelevant the second that South Park comes on the air. Mm-hmm. South mm-hmm. Park does way more damage, makes fun of more in a g- better way than Man Magazine. Man Magazine served its purpose probably into the 80s. Yeah. And then after that, you had, or in late 70s with National Lampoon taking it to a harder place, you know, but for its time, Man Magazine was comedy and the most important thing. Sure. Really? Yeah. But yeah, it's it's like it, like you, you mad couldn't get like crazier or harder. It, it just wouldn't have there been. There was nothing you could do. It, yeah, it really no. it wasn't. There was nothing. There it was a no win situation. Yeah. I actually, even towards the end, offered myself to be the editor. Really? Is that true? Yep. You're just trying to. I said I would be the editor, man. I'm happy to be the editor, hmm. and I'll help make it at least funny. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, but how far did you get? What happened? They, uh, someone suggested and someone said no. <laughs> no, actually, I don't know what happened because actually this is during the time that the magazine fell apart. That's why I was offering my help. Right. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. And they've also had uh, multiple owners I yeah, think that's uh, yeah. is it AT and T now owns Warner Brothers? Well, they, yeah, so does... it's AT and T. Yeah, owns okay, it. yeah, it's a Warner Brothers thing. Hmm. Were you ever in there? Was there ever like a? Yes, did they curb your enthusiasm. They did yes. a curb it. and there was other things. But I actually have a frame somewhere in my garage, a frame picture of the art for it, signed by the writer and the artist. Wow, that's fantastic! Curb. That's oh, great. Yeah, it was it was truly one of the most wonderful from a not even an ego standpoint but from a a a um my childhood tying into my childhood oh yeah you know like oh my god yeah. I'm in mad magazine yeah, it's, yeah it seemed like at a certain point it mostly existed for people to go like this is meaningful for me to be in here. Right. <laughs> like well, by it, the way, you it, say it that. It existed for a few dozen is, people. I have the last like seven, eight issues, whatever it is. I just was supporting. Yeah. You know I mean? yeah. They and tried some interesting it. stuff I, in the I, last I, year I only or two. I did it because I wanted to help support it. Like yeah. I went to that comic book store today and I bought comic uh-huh. books because I want them to stay in business. Sure. I bought some expensive back issues. Yeah. I go to a pro wrestling show. I buy the T-shirt from one of the wrestlers to give him a little more money in his pocket. So he comes back. I love that. I just did it. I just bought a shirt. You love. By the way, do you ever listen to Matt's podcast about wrestling? I have not. Oh. Right. What's it called? We'll give him a plug. Grandma. Oh, okay. Actually, to tell you the truth, I do not know the name of the because I don't listen. <laughs> okay, well, all right. Any, by the way, I don't listen to your podcast. That's fine. Yeah. No need to I do that. I have no interest whatsoever, except as you as in individuals. 
Sure. Well, thank you. That's, I appreciate your podcast. The, like, we, the did, we talked about if you had wings. Yes. And therefore, once we were done with that, my interest in your show went down. Like if someone <laughs> said to me, there's a podcast they're talking about if you had wings, Every I'd, go, I'd go, yeah, that's me. It's the one time I was on podcast. The ride. <laughs> it was if you had wings in Granddaughter Magazine. Mm-hmm. But by the way, episode. I understand why your show is great. I understand why people would listen to it. And you guys are hysterical. And you're great guys. So I get the whole thing. You know, sometimes you're like, well, what is this? What? I get this. Thank you. Podcast the Ride is a great title, too. Thanks. Thanks. That was Scott. Scott Scott came up with the title. I'm doing a new podcast called Genevieve. Mm. That's a great title. That's too. a great title too. Yeah, that's it's a just, great title. It's just all little snippets that confuse people. Yeah. You, the Download thing is, it. I like. You I know, am bringing my. I am bringing a new podcast back. I swear to God. Do you want the name of it? No. Jeff Garland's Lemonade Stand, and mm. I'm going to record once a week and set up somewhere in town. I'll be sponsored by some lemonade that doesn't contain corn syrup, mm-hmm. and I'm being totally serious. <laughs> We're working out a deal now, and I'm and it's not going to be like you guys could stop by. Like I don't want it to be. I don't want it to be like celebrity driven, which I don't mean to insult you. Hey, no, accurate. <laughs> no, no, but I'm saying it's like I'll get plenty of big name people sure. who will come hang out with me. But I want it to just be a really fun, interesting hour to an hour and a half. It's not automatically interesting because a celebrity is around. I feel like, (laughs) by the way, it's the baby. Celebrity equals interesting. You know what the sad thing is? Some celebrities think that. Yes. By the way, one of the great (laughs) things to see. And it happens quite often. And I and I used to watch talk shows. I don't watch them anymore. But you watch a talk show. You watch an actor come out who thinks that their stories are interesting Mm -hmm. and they don't really have to work at it. And it's awesome. It's awesome. (laughs) Uh, It's just like anyone who believes the hype and you can see through it. Awesome awesome anyone who's got a twitter account and is putting their personal opinions like you care for this celebrity idiot awesome but no celebrities who are impressed with their celebrity delightful Mm -hmm. i find it more enjoying than aggravating i agree yeah Yeah. watching people just at the the height of hubris oh Uh, the height of hubris uh uh uh-huh and and by the way you know i used to love um humble brag the uh harris, harris. yeah harris, harris Whittles. Whittles. humble brag it was so especially people he would nail over and over who didn't understand the premise awesome yeah i think people also don't even i think people still incorrectly use the term humble oh, brag. they most certainly do they don't even but get by the way i come from a world where the words hip and cool meant you were above it all that you were like truly mm-hmm. you knew stuff man they came from an era of like miles davis and louis armstrong jazz musicians and and uh, just people that were ridiculously cool mm-hmm. now what do you th- you know what i mean hip by the way hipster is like a negative connotation Mm-hmm. Hipster used to be you were cooler than everybody else. Right. Now hipster is you're in Silver Lake, enjoy your beard. Right. <laughs> For yeah. Sure. And a you copy know. of a copy of what somebody Might was was or was something that was organically cool. Yeah. No, it's just it's it's so yes, I'm a humble brag, people use it wrong constantly. 
Yeah. Because sometimes you want to point out something you've accomplished and it's mm-hmm. not a, it's not, you're not being humble and you're, you no. know what I mean? You're, yeah. you're bragging. You're just like, I went here. Nice, humble brag. No, I wasn't hiding it. It <laughs> right. wasn't subtle. I came out and said, look at me. <laughs> it's like, you like when you, if you were to say like, well, not to brag or well, not to criticize and then do exactly that. Right. It's the yeah. new version. Well, if I say it, then that, that's excusing it. Right. Yeah. No, oh, my you're, no, you're going, if anything, calling out that you're calling out yes yes yeah yes. yeah yeah well that's why we don't we don't get in all that hip cool stuff no we don't worry about that no. by the way as we sit in this room isn't it fun how it's gotten darker it's very, yeah, gotten, yeah. the listeners should yeah. know yes we've gone from day to night so now we're, the, we're sitting we're, here we're totally sitting dark. dark though but it is it is especially it's starting we, it to was feel... completely light and yeah. then now it was it, i'd say would you describe the room as gray uh, yeah, but I'm seeing you. Certainly. By the way, Dracula would be comfortable. I, in I'm here. seeing you in <laughs> silhouette. Uh, yeah. Dracula like... would be comfortable in parts of the room. Yeah. Yeah, I think he still might get in trouble right over here. He would be yeah, like yeah. his but, his skin would be a little here, irritated. He'd be very comfortable. Yeah, you're in like a perfect silhouette, where... honestly, which is which is cool, like a really nice shot, like a really nice oh, shot really? in a movie. Oh, yeah. It feels yeah. like when you hear about it. like, oh, Steven Soderbergh shot a whole movie with only available light on an iPhone. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. That's what we only are shooting the podcast. To see a great version of that, watch um, uh, the Kubrick movie of, of, of that takes place in the 1700s. Um, Barry Lyndon. Barry Lyndon. He shot with the fastest lenses, like really fast lenses, with only candlelight. Remarkable. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen that movie. I've seen most it's of his movies. Movie, I believe. I would believe yeah. it. Did yeah, you well, see the the big Kubrick exhibit that was at LACMA a few years ago? Uh, no, I kept on saying I'm going to go next week. I'm going to go I next know. week. And then it yeah. was gone. That, I so do I that all not, the time. But I have all the Tash and Kubrick books. And, yes. You know, yeah. I have all, I have Blu-rays of, I even have Blu-rays and I've bought all the 4K movies that have come out on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tend to waste my money, but well, I'm Kubrick. Sure. You know. Well, Kubrick, it's, Kubrick's hard because they haven't gotten the, some oh. of those, they haven't you know gotten the I aspect ratios on. Them ever? I took a camera, a really good digital camera, to the 70 millimeter showing at Arclight when they just the last time released the new version. And I took stills during the movie where I framed just the picture screen and on the back of my phone, I'm not phone my camera, it looked really cool. And then a lady came in and like kicked me out. Really? <laughs> I got kicked out of the arc light because I was taking pictures. You're always yeah, two questions. Into... Are you Jeff Garland and what are you doing? <laughs> she would not know who anyone is. Wow. Uh-huh. By the way, most people don't know who I am. So I'm going to say that is not a humble brag. <laughs> By the humble way, just use it the wrong way. But anyhow, um, no, she would not know anyone of any entertainment sure. accomplishment. She was security in the arc light. There is no humor at any point coming yeah. from her body. Could you even like negotiate or was it just I your made done? I with her. I did the best I could. And she called Can me. Can you dr- go back? And she called Can me Dreidel Boy and she told me her name was Proper Young Lady. <laughs> Can you go back to the arc light? Are you allowed yeah, back, go back to the arc light? By the way, I also, I had my movie premiere there, um, Handsome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Netflix movie premiere starring. Yeah, you were you were the there. Mike Carlson right? vehicle. I was not in the at the premiere. Did I invite you? I don't believe so. No, oh. I invited you. Shut up! I, know I, I did. This was not a thing I meant to bring up, but I don't believe I was invited. <laughs> Mike, you. There's no way you weren't invited. I will look through my email again, but I remember seeing no. a picture of it and going, "Oh, 
But mm. I wasn't like offended either because I was like, I don't even That's know. That's weird. Well, that was just an oversight on my part. I went to, I, so you invited me to various you. screenings. I went to a screening pre before. There was like multiple screenings I did go maybe, to. Maybe I didn't invite a lot of people that were in it to the actual. Maybe I had nothing to do with who they invited. I don't remember. It's okay. I'm not thing upset. Is, yeah, you saw it numerous times before. Yes. Gave me notes. But um, that night at the theater, I left my camera, a lot expensive like a camera under my seat, and I came back like an hour later because I realized I'd left it, gone. And the theater and everyone said, no, it's cleaning crew. Like everyone blamed everybody else and just gone. So you like lost money essentially at your own... Uh... Yeah, well, by the way, but, yeah, but the memories money, are more because it wasn't like, oh, but it's screened for many days and I made millions, you know, <laughs> it all worked out. It all works out. I'm not, I'm not, you know, but that was actually to tell you the truth in the new way of doing things, which is not shooting film anymore, uh, although I do still shoot film. Uh, oh, I'm going to tell you a great Disney story. I'll get back to Disneyland in a second. That sure. Ties in. But I would have paid. $500 just for the card out of the camera, the SD card. That was the value. Right. I didn't care uh, yeah, about yeah. the expensive camera. Mm -hmm. I cared because I took some pictures on there that night. Uh, oh, yeah, you know, there were some pictures for, yeah. on there that I really, that yeah. to this day I'm sad that I've lost. It's so sure. Some creep has, yeah. Yeah. some pervert yeah. is doing well, God well, knows well, what. So anyhow, them. I remember I brought with me one of my Leica film cameras to Disney. And I used up, I, I brought two rolls. I wanted to buy, there was nowhere in Disney that sold film. No. And I threw a fit to myself. <laughs> there was no one. Who am I going to yell at? And my wife goes, you got to calm down. I was so upset because I felt like, it made me feel like a Luddite. You know what I mean? Even mm -hmm, though, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? It made me feel antiquated, even though it's like, come on, man. Really? There's not one like Main Street shop. And by the way, there are signs that say film, mm -hmm. buy your film here and all that. Now it's right. sort of like, oh, how sweet, you know, as yeah. opposed to. Yeah. And I went in there. Where's the film? We don't have it. Do you sell SD cards? No. See, that was like my bonus question. The SD cards one is weird because I've seen like parks have, have that, them sometimes. They don't have a lot of them. But, but. but does Disney sell SD cards anywhere? I don't know. They have somewhere they have to, but maybe they don't. You'd I think, don't know. But by the way, you'd think one place would have. Yeah. Yeah. They have the roles. But by the way, left over from the 60s. But yeah, no, right. the point being is I was so upset. That's the last time I and one of the only times I ever was upset. No. The last time before that was I got in a fight with my brother in Frontierland in the bathroom. What? Yeah, this is like two years ago. No, uh, <laughs> no, when we were little, and I remember it was my brother was it was my brother, I love my brother, but my brother he was at fault, no doubt about it. And I would I would say if I was, he truly was at fault. And I remember this lady pointing at me, "It's the big one," and I who did it. And I remember my parents being upset with me, and I'm like, "No, she caught the last part," you know. No, it was not, you know, but that those are my two Disney upset moments. And that was no it. Not, with, not with Mike. By the when way, you, when you hung out with Mike, no kidding around. I actually um, have been to the park with the Goldbergs. We we didn't do one. That we do. I didn't go this past year, but every year we do an annual trip to the park and I will be like at the end of Pirates of the Caribbean, all the people waiting. I go, yes, it's me, Jeff Garland. <laughs> Just assuming they all know who I am. But I also you. don't go on roller coasters or things like that. Like as wild as I get is Pirates of the Caribbean. So when everyone goes on Space Mountain, I'll sit outside and the minute one person recognizes 
experiences me, especially at Disney with the Goldberg stuff. I'm bombarded and I'm happy. I'm not happy because I want it to happen, but I'm nice to everyone. I don't lose my temper. I don't someone <laughs> save me. I'm like, I'm honored that anyone would come up and want to, you know what I mean? Of and course. I, so I don't get upset by that. When you feel like you're like Pluto or something, you're like a by character the way, in the park. There is, there is that aspect. My head is like a giant cartoon. <laughs> you're so, your own mascot of yeah, yourself. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> You've um, got the beard since you were last on. It looks I good know, on I'm you. I'm shaving it on Thursday. Got to shave okay. it for the Goldbergs. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's oh, a spoiler yeah. for the Disneyland episode. You will not have a beard. In I the will episode. not have a beard, but, but I have a full beard right now. And by the way, this is my. I'm 57 years old. First beard of my life. Really? Never had huh. a beard. Really? Did you, yep. you just shot a Netflix special, right? Yes, and I'm bearded in and the you're Netflix bearded special. In that. In this yep, that comes out probably in January. Okay. Cool. Let me see. I'm supposed to get a call back from Netflix tonight. Let me see if they call me. About the... Um, and as you pull up your phone, this is the only light, yeah, light. room now. This is one of the strangest settings. I think. Never have we done a podcast in the dark. That's true. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. Which Which we should be our Halloween episodes. We, ha- yeah. we should. Um, no, nobody called me back. Point mm-hmm. being is, though, I'm discussing to see when is the best time to air it. But as of right now, it's January. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I read uh, a little write up from someone who was there. They said uh, it was the your 37th anniversary of Ironically, comedy performance. I didn't do it on purpose. Yeah. I only realized like the day before it was my 37th anniversary of doing stand up that particular wow. night that I filmed, which kind of blew my mind. Wow. Yeah. And also, I feel really proud and happy that for this special, I've done a couple before and I've seen many. Mine were good. No, I'm being (laughs) saying mine were good. And you aspire to like make a great special. And I did the first. We did two shows that night after the first show. I'm like, great, I got it. But the second show, I think I actually captured lightning in a bottle. I think that I captured digitally or however, uh, what makes me funny? And if you're going to think I'm funny and you're going to dig me, which a lot of people won't, and but if you're going to, this would be something you'd go, oh my God, I love that. I'm like so proud of it. And I hope that people, by the way, it's like having made what you believe is a great record album. And like, is anyone going to buy it? Like, I have no idea when they show it on Netflix. Is anyone going to watch it? And I'm so proud of it. They don't give you a it. number. You don't know that. So, well, but, but by the way, you'll, you'll know, you, it, it, you find out, you know, so we'll see. Sure. People will see it. We'll but all you, tell everyone to watch it. Yes. Well, by the way, that's what you want. Yeah. Yeah. You want you three. To come on Jeff Garland's Lemonade Stand. Oh, we're there. Yeah, we'll oh, be there. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And by the way, you can act any way you want. You can be rude. You can knock things over. Mm-hmm. You can spill lemonade. I don't care. <laughs> we, we certainly we can't spill it on what you're recording the podcast on. Well, you, or you just won't could, have. A... But then you'd really be hurting mm-hmm. yourself because you wouldn't be heard as a guest on my podcast. Oh, Jeff, you're right. That's self sabotage. That sounds great. The only, uh, it sounds even better than the time I went to the arc light and walked out with a brand new camera. <laughs> Oh, Jason. <laughs> unrelated. What unrelated. Not like? used to break in a dark like room. A, it looked expensive. That's all I know. And I say like, not because I'm into expensive cameras, but I'm into the history of photography. And Henri Cartier-Bresson, who's like the greatest photographer of all time, he used, I like range finders. Mm-hmm. And it's not like Canon or Nikon makes a cheap range finder. The only people that make range finders are uh, Leica. So it's a it's like a throwback in time. 
Right. Okay. It's a minimalistic camera. There's a minimal amount of controls, and it's manual, and I love that. Very aesthetically pleasing. But by the way, going too. back to Disneyland, that's what I love about Disneyland is aesthetically it's pleasing. The simplicity and the thought that went into designing that place. That's why I don't really love whatever they call the Cars Land or California Adventure, whatever it's called across the way. The California. I, I don't love it. But so let me ask you a quick question. Yeah. Go ahead. What is the Star Wars thing a success? Well, it depends who you talk to because some people, it's not that full. Well, well, Tomorrowland was initially something wonderful. And when I was a kid, I loved Tomorrowland, but it turned into a wasteland. It was not great at a certain point. It was probably the embarrassment for anyone who worked at Disney was like, yeah, Tomorrowland. So they put in the Star Wars thing and I was hopeful for it. It, look, we've, it looks we great. It we really lot. like it. Looks it. Great. Yeah. If you like a star, if you like Star Wars, you're, you're really going to like any it. Remini- anything uh, that looks like Tomorrowland. Well, no, they, it didn't replace Tomorrowland. It didn't. No, that no, was a rumor no. for a while. That is not true. So it's is in Tomorrowland the, still Tomorrowland. Still Tomorrowland. Still a wasteland. And it's, it is uh, a wasteland. It is, no, yes. it's really the wasteland's still there. Yeah. It's so bad. Glad you yeah. agree on that one. I it's feel a bad because. You know, wow, man! If that tomorrow, the word the word was is if that Tomorrowland movie had worked, it was going to get a big redo. So well, that probably it. would have happened, but I think it should get a redo anyhow. Uh, regardless, I agree. Yeah. We who's all in were charge of the park now. Uh, I know John Lasseter was uh, for a while, but who is now? A man named Bob Chapek. Does he love the park? Does no. He- <laughs> Wait, what? Well, what are you? Uh, here's what are you I think. An I, that no, no, was no. so well, confident. Well, here's no. I, you know, I maybe I'm being no. too hard on Mr. Chapek. But now they've they've combined the park into a department of like what is it called? Consumer Cons- products Consumer and Consumer products and experiences. I and think resorts. he. I think he cares about it to some degree. I think his job is also not a. a it's not an enviable job because you get a lot of flack from nerds. But, like right now, but like when that was a, I was incredibly confident that he does not. Care well, about the parks. Scott is now defending Bob Chapek. Uh, <laughs> I, just to me. I just don't know where this is coming from. Well, I think it's coming from the fact I that the I do man. think this is history. He's just been in like he's he's like he's a you know he's a numbers man in the company. Does he go to like like did he ever watch Million Dollar Duck? Did he? <laughs> I don't ever th- does he like the apple? Or, does he like the, the apple, apple dumpling, dumpling game? game? I bet he does not does like the apple like, dumpling game. Dear to my like, heart. Uh, does he like the original Dumbo or or even One Hundred One Dalmatians or I don't, Jungle Book? It's unclear. Does he, does he like Pixar movies? I mean, no. To me, I think I saw an interview with him and I, I, again, it's not an enviable position, but they were asking him about like, cause all the rides now are always just based on a movie and there's no original right. ones anymore. And he, he gave like a very like businessman answer of like, you know, anybody else would be doing this if they had the movies we have. And it's like, where's the, where's a little bit of like, we love the haunted mansion. We love to make another one and we will soon, but like yeah, he I gave mean, a very kind of was... cold answer. And I was like, ah, come on and acknowledge what we all I like. I want to nominate someone to run the place. Sure. A young lady I know named Chantilly Cock Richards. <laughs> and I think she would do a great job <laughs> just well, based on her name. Yeah. If you heard her name, would you have good faith that things could work out? I think she sounds whimsical. So yeah, I think that she go. has a whimsy for a part. They that middle name, that, the middle part of By it. By the way, for... I want to stay on the air till it truly is black. <laughs> All right. It's where we're getting heading. there. Yeah. yeah. I think it's the it's only the we're lights minutes of the away that are the lighting us of, at this uh, point. Universal. And without oh. the like the, yeah. the podcast recorder, we got nothing. Here, if I pull out my phone light i have to tie back to something we were talking about earlier i was just in japan 
and I got to oh, see. Oh, well, this is this is a connection here. Yeah, yeah. Um, I saw while I was there a big old wall of apparently new uh, Buttercup memorabilia, like a lot of it. There was really? a ton of it uh, here. There's like a there's like a there's headbands. I saw there were a lot of girls wearing these things. Like it was they it don't have these already. in America. Uh, and it says new items down there. And then there's like a hood that's also a big towel that kind of drapes down both sides of you, like a Pope uniform, like a and clergy kind of uniform. Like buttercup to yeah. Be the white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. It's like, yeah, it's a pretty big implement wow. you would wear. And I thought, while I was in the store, I thought, should I should I tell Mike, who could then tell Jeff? And then I realized then it, it was distinctly possible you might say, get 25 of everything. By the way, can and I tell you I something? Distinctly possible? Have you ever heard a done deal? <laughs> That's what it would be, because I would get so excited. Now, I love that. By the way, it never, the fact that I'm the voice of the captain and Wally, the fact that I'm Buttercup the Unicorn makes me, I can't tell you how the pride I have and the joy I have and what it means to me. I love the work that I love doing is either for families or for adults. Like I love doing adult work like Curb and I love doing stuff that, like the Goldbergs is the number one show on television that families watch together. That's That's nice. It is really nice. Yeah. So I love being involved in that world, but it doesn't get any better than being the captain and Wally, you know, that is just like, that's, but people ask me, what's my most proud accomplishment? That is my more than curb. The captain and Wally. Is that's no kidding. That's number one. Yeah. That's like being in sleeping beauty or something. Like I'm, I'm not even joking. I'm saying like a classic think, animated I think film. That Sleeping yeah. Beauty is is the fact that it's 70 millimeter and you can see it that way is great. But I think that's an insult to Wally to compare it to Sleeping Beauty. Wow. If you and it's by the a way, more sophisticated. Wally's more sophisticated. No, no. Of but I think that Wally falls into a modern day version of let's say Snow White or one of the 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 classic classic Disney things. But by the way, I'm not saying better for anyone listening because you know people I, I love Snow White I love all those original I love all the Disney movies mm-hmm. I, I love why, why uh, not Sleeping Beauty I was going to say Sleeping Beauty some people Beauty? say is the best one Sleeping Beauty is so beautiful yeah it's so great well, I'm sorry. That was just my imp- impulse. <laughs> sleeping <laughs> Beauty is like everyone's face. Like, now that I thought about maybe it, sleeping, sleeping Beauty. Maybe Sleeping Beauty is better. And maybe pleasing. I want to be the witch. But I get Maleficent? like Wally. No, the point is, how did it turn into something ego and comparative? <laughs> With uh, no, you were I making know, a that humble brag in the yeah. air, I guess. So. But but the, the the point is, I am so proud of Wally. And Toy Story three, and even though I haven't seen Toy Story four, I assume you yeah, know, I mean, you used to be part of that world. My voice is part of the world, but Wally more than anything. You saved and also humanity Wally, in the this fact film. that it's a, pretty much a silent movie, and my voice is. 80% of the people talking in that movie is me. That's kind of exciting. Yeah, very Although I exciting. I think the best part is the silent part. <laughs> you yeah, still think, would agree you like it better without you. I, until, I, before think you go I think the silent part, like the first 45 minutes or so is silent. Yeah. And I think that is astonishingly beautiful and the mm-hmm. way that it was done. Uh, 
Andrew Stanton. It was remarkable. So I don't even think the part. Like, I, 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 how do I turn this thing into negative all the time? <laughs> no, no, not so, all no, of it. It's it's dark the stuff out. you were saying about yourself. You say you, you're like the heart of it too. You're a, you're the hero of the film yeah, in a way. You, you save human. By the way, when I saw, here's I'll, I'll tell you something. When I saw, I worked three years on it. And when I worked on it, I never looked. I never looked at anything. I saw they gave me a presentation when it first started. And I thought, oh, that character looks like me. Kind of looks like Jackie Gleason. Oh, okay. I did the voice for three years. Even when I looped and they wanted me to loop something, I didn't look at the screen. I never looked. I just. I well, even it, you, when you were like matching. Well, by the way, the... Yes. When I loop any job, I never look at the screen. I listen to it and I go, what do you want? And I match it to what they want based on what I'm hearing and what they want. I don't even look to match it. And I'm in there quicker than any actor who's looking. Is, okay, that's a secret. If is anyone... it too, is it like distracting in a way to be like, and, all, yeah, and yeah, also for watching? For me, the... it's distracting. Sure. But also, I didn't want to see anything. I didn't want to. So the first time I saw anything was at a premiere for Pixar. Wow. They have their own premiere before they have the world premiere. Yeah. And it was in Oakland in this beautiful theater. And I wept because I couldn't believe I was part of anything so beautiful. I was, wow. I was in awe. It overwhelmed me. I'll never forget that feeling. So... Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a really, it's like like one of the ones I've been the most emotional at, if not the one I've been the most emotional. Yeah, at well, from. you know, everyone always brings up also the opening of Up, and I would agree with that. By the way, to me, the opening of Up is the most perfect filmmaking I've ever seen. To tell a story like that, a long, big story in about what ten minutes? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a life in ten minutes. A life yeah. in ten minutes is. I don't even know. I still don't know how they do that. I, I think a class, a film class, could study that for a whole semester. And, yeah. And still sure. maybe not even understand how they pulled that off. To be able to distill it all down. Yeah, Get Pixar's have... done some magical stuff. I tend to think now those days are over, though. And I know the, the Pixar people wouldn't be happy with me saying that because I know some there are passionate. But they now, they never used to. And now it's all about what celebrities are in the movie. And there's a lot of sequels. The sequels. Yeah, the sequels. But here's the thing. If you're making great sequels, that's why I said everything's about the execution and the intent. But I think now the marketing and the way they go about it is is like every other animated company. I don't think that it's unique anymore. Hopefully, as they're like, you know what? That movie made me just go crazy. What was the one in the brain? Inside, Inside Out. Out. Inside Out was the best movie. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. That movie was so special and so original. And nobody listed the people who were the voice. All these movies now, they're, they're the Toy Story 4. I, everyone, who's this, who's that, they tell you. And it's like a big deal. And that is just ridiculous. Yeah. Well, or hopefully. You go back to Sleeping Beauty. Who the hell's in Sleeping Beauty? I don't know. I have one no idea. Voice in Clark Beauty. Gable. Sheena Easton Molly Ringwald and Anson Williams and one of the Olsen twins I forgot that's the original cast <laughs> rerun from what's no, happening but the point is that I don't think any little kid gives a crap <laughs> yeah, they don't no. <laughs> no, you have room for like one celebrity way, in me, your brain the only kid. thing you have to announce is that it's Pixar 
Yeah. Uh, you know what? By the way, I love there's people at Pixar, people actually the people that are in charge. I can't wait. I haven't seen them in a while. Maybe I'll even go up and visit Pixar. I, I usually like when I do something, I screen something. Maybe I'll screen like the first episode of Curb or something. I go up there. Every one of my movies I've screened for them. And it's oh. been so joyous and fun. But I want to go up and ask them why the different approach to marketing their movies. It's a good question. I, it is a good question. I'm curious. Could huh. I wonder, uh, could you ask them also? Because they promised us that on that Toy Story Midway Mania, they promised more like new levels and it hasn't happened. Yeah. And it's been years now. By the way, I will ask that, but I think that's not a Pixar decision. Yeah, probably not. You're probably right. His name? Uh, Bob Chapek. Bob Chapek. I think he's the one specifically in charge. He says, uh, he says, he says, I'll, I'll delegate to every ride except the fucking story ride. He has it out for you. It's an anti-Garland thing. Yeah, he doesn't like the amount of points that he gets when he's shooting at me. I wonder how long it would take to get his phone number. Like, could we do it tonight and text him just directly? I could probably get his phone number the next day or two. Okay. Well, maybe we'll, maybe next but, time you're but then on. He'd be like expecting a call from me because that's what oh, I would yeah. go down. Right. It'd be like, Jeff Garland needs to talk to you. But what if he just wanted, what if it was like Jason Sheridan needs to talk to you, Bob? <laughs> that, that would not work. Hi, Bob. <laughs> well, I'll be Bob. Let's do a little improv. And I imagine sure, the show's yeah. over right now, right? Oh, uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah it's yeah, over right whenever now. we want it to be. Well, yeah. I, got, I got like cotton mouth, so I want to quit. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. fine. But let's do a we'll little do, improv. We'll end up for the whole, show. What's yeah. my name again? Bob, Bob Shapek. I'm Bob Shapek, and you're calling me. Go. Hi, Bob. It's Jason Sheridan of Podcast The Ride. So good to oh. hear from you. Thank you for your time today. How wait, you doing? Wait, hold, hold on one second here. Who are you? Uh, I work with Jeff Garland. <laughs> I'm Jason Sheridan from Podcast Who's Jeff The Ride. Garland? Uh, you know him. He's in a bunch of stuff. He's in he's the Goldbergs. You guys make the Goldbergs. Look out oh, your TV window. Show, the, the Goldbergs? Yeah. yeah okay. So uh, how, how can I help you today? Uh, Jason, you, you said? You know, I was just wondering, like, Jason? what is your, yeah. Okay, Jason, what is your question? Uh, yeah, what is your overall, like, perspective of the park? Do you have a, a theory behind how to what? treat the theme parks? You know, we're very curious because we are seeing a lot of licensed stuff. And you famously on record as saying, like, well, we own Marvel. We own Star Wars. Why aren't we getting it? in the parks and that's fair and that's simple and people recognize that stuff ask if he likes million dollar duck I bet he doesn't um, but like what's your feeling on like um, say original ideas or even um, older stuff like million dollar duck well um, I'm gonna get going Jason <laughs> thank you for calling uh, and do me a favor would you yeah. let my assistant know who you are sure. when she gets back on uh, just yeah. so I can understand what this conversation sure. was yeah. about it, again that's because Jeff Garland that name is Jeff Garland wait you're no you're Jason <laughs> I'm sorry no I Jason set the you're call up it, Jason. I'm Jeff Garland um, you're Jeff Garland from, from television from the Goldbergs yeah, from the Goldbergs all right um, and why are you calling me? Uh, I'm asking your theory, your broader theory on how to treat theme parks in are the early 20, 21st century. No, I'm a comedic actor and director, and I dabble in photography. And You dabble? You know, yeah. <sighs> Jason. All right. Hang, let me up, tell you hang up, Jason. Jason. Hang up, Jason. Jason, uh, I'm going to tell you one thing. Yeah. And I want this to really get out there. Sure. I treated you fairly like a property. <laughs> 
I'm done doing my character. Oh, all right. Okay, all right. Jeff Garland runs wow. Disney. Jeff I think Garland. he seemed pretty nice, yeah. I got to say. I think I like sure. this shape back <laughs> Yeah. Jeff Garland, you have survived Podcast to Ride yet again. Yes, and I'm happy to do it again in the future. Yeah, we'll but do it again. how do we make sure it's in an even darker room right. yeah. next well, time? Well, by the way, let's schedule it for when it was originally scheduled, which is for eight. Oh, yeah. It would have been much be. darker. Yeah. Well, let's just do it. In, let's do it in a closet. Let's all jam into a closet together sure. where we can control That's the darkness. Hilarious. But yeah, just like on South Park. Uh, yeah. Do you want to you plug know? anything? You want to exit through our gift shop? Plug anything? Uh, man, I don't need to plug anything. I've okay. got a, it's all good. Just check me out if you do. Okay. Everyone and knows. Hopefully, uh, you'll, you'll bump into me when you see a movie, when you watch TV or anything. You'll say, oh, that's that guy. Yeah. So do that, folks. But actually, what I really want is... Look, my job is to ease people's pain. You have a crappy day. Hopefully you watch Curb, the Goldbergs, Wally, whatever it is that I can make anyone's day better. That's what I do. Thank you. I'm lucky enough to earn a living that way. And you have made oh, our so days nice. better it's as well. True. That's exactly how that's I great. feel. Yeah. Yeah. I was being sincere too. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oh, well, thank you. I know you, Mike. You're a very sincere guy. Thank you. I try. All right. And by the way, no one goes out along with my stupidity better than you. Really? Yeah. And you know, by the way, big meeting coming up on uh, our show. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Well, we'll leave that as a tease for the listener. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, it's all of us. Yeah, all right. <laughs> to all right. Mike. Good, um, to, good, to, good talking to everyone. Okay. Bye. So long. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Mike Carlson, Jason Sheridan, Scott Gardner, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Engineered and mastered by Alex Sarche. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcast.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.